What's up, guys? Oh, there we go. Got it. Hi. Hi. Welcome to episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-one of Raz Hockey. I'm Trev, and uh, yeah. we have I'm a Bush special street. special guest appearance. <laughs> oh, wow. Raz Hockey nights. Raz Hockey would like to welcome back Mr. Dennis Major, aka Bush. Hi. <laughs> I'm waving to people. <laughs> yeah, he's waving to people and we're on fucking on the podcast. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Point with your lips. Yeah. So uh how was your uh week last week while you weren't able to join us? Oh, it was free and cold is what it was. It was uh, you know, it was working nights, it was great to stay up all night and watch the sunrise. How was the football game? The football game. What football game? Last Sunday. The Pro Bowl game? No, that was just yesterday. Oh, the game oh, between. Oh, yeah. The, holy crap. That was crazy. Patrick Mahomes choked. Yeah. He choked. He choked. He had a chance to score and make, uh, put a dagger in the, into uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's throat. But he, he didn't, he didn't write the run. He didn't run the right play. Yeah, should be uh, interesting. Are you going to watch we, the Super Bowl? On yeah, Sunday? we are. Yeah, we're going to watch Sunday. Who do you think is going to win? Bengals. You think so? He kept yeah. his composure, but even yeah. down by 20, 20 something points. 18 points, they come back. Yeah. Come back in OT. You almost called it. You almost had the spread by six points. Yeah, I know. If they uh, if if they hadn't got if they if they had scored a touchdown running <laughs> instead of just wow, it was funny because we were because we, we watched the first half and that we thought Mahomes could have just run all over them and then uh, they had a chance to and it was like I don't know second and goal fourth and goal and they didn't do it they couldn't do it they just couldn't do it no so yeah welcome back thanks okay. for not uh, ditching us this week. <laughs> to God. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm doing this. <laughs> no, but you, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we're episode 31 on Res Hockey Podcast. Our special guest is Tyson Whitney <laughs> of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, he's a three time winner of the Fred Saskamoose tourney. Which is coming up soon. Coming up in May, and three three out of five, man. That's that's pretty sick. Yeah. So he's a uh, a legend out in out in Saskatchewan. So we're happy to have have him on the show. Anything else? Go ahead. Okay, I got a cause of the week. Because of the week for. Uh, Episode thirty. Because of the week, episode thirty-one, we call him Big C, Great Big C. His name is Clint Sear. I work with him. He's on my shift. Does the wood room? What's up, Clint? How's it going, buddy? We're gonna we're gonna get you a four XL hoodie one of these days. Yeah, I totally forgot the message shakes today. The oh, place our order, but I'll do it tomorrow. I think we're gonna go with the gray hoodies. I think we. I think so. We did the black ones last one. Yeah, gray will be good. Yeah. So. So do you guys work together, or 
Is he farther down the line? Like- no, he. Uh, I put the, I put the poplar logs in the log magazines, and he operates machines to either take the bark off of them or make them into strands. And then after we make them in the strands, it's not our department anymore. It's not our problem. So how long does that take him to do like a load, like a truck, like a transport load of? Well, like, what are you asking? Well, I mean, well, it's a, it's a process. We, we put we logs down the, down the conveyor belt, down the chain. And it fills up on the stranded deck, what's called. And then all the logs get pushed into what's called a pocket, right, for the strander. So the strander just rotates it clockwise or counterclockwise, depending on, I don't know exactly. And then just cuts them in the strands. So he works harder than you, pretty much. Pretty much. There's a lot of people that do work harder than me. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Does he get to take naps like you? Probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Written up when you go back to work. Yeah. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. You first. I would like to give one to uh, my cousin Neil. Neil Eiserhoff out in good old Cochrane, Ontario. He was a pretty deadly hockey player, but we'll uh, talk about that later in the show. So what's up, Neil? Thanks for all your support, cuz. What's up, Neil? That's me. I got a special shout out. Close friend of mine, co-worker of mine. I've known for 30 years, I think. 30 years. Long time. Uh, he passed away on Friday. Um, where he's he's going to be missed at work. He's going to be missed as a friend. So, Corey Cedarwall, rest in peace, my friend. Everybody's thinking of you. Yep. That's always hard to lose a friend. Anyone else you want to give a shout out to? Shout out? Shout out. Shout. At this moment, no. I'll probably think of something when we go off the air. I'll be like, hey, (laughs) this guy wanted a shout out. (laughs) That happens. It, ha- it always happens. Yeah. Did you uh, watch the NHL All-Star game this weekend? No, I was working day shift. Day shifts? Well, it yes. was on in the evenings, man. Again, I was working day shift. You, you didn't watch like no replays? No, I didn't. I didn't watch anything. I've just lost that zing for me over the last... I haven't really watched a, a, an All-Star game in about 10 years. Yeah, it's kind of... Like, I watched a fastest skater... <laughs> The shooting accuracy. Yeah. And that was it because you got like this one where you got to shoot pucks and try to like a black hack, blackjack hand. Oh. Well, and they Vegas, had another, right? <laughs> yeah. Then they had another one where they were just saucing pucks and it was kind of boring. Yeah. And that breakaway relay, it's all, it's not even serious. It's just all shits, shits and giggles. Yeah. See, they got to. It's, it's it's not fun no more. Like at least put a little bit of effort in it, especially with like the All Star game too. Like they're all laughing and fucking slash somebody and hack someone. <laughs> Cross check and make it interesting. 
remember when I, I remember when I watched uh, Scott Stevens first play uh, his first All Star game ever. I thought he was going to hit someone in center ice. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, they had the 1980 All Star game, and there was so much stick Ooh. work and a lot of <laughs> stick infractions. Like, Holy jeez, man! All Star game, and they were like cooking and cross checking each other and like, yeah. grabbing guys out on the boards. But it was funny to see Johnny Goudreau in the um, playing defense. No introductions. He was oh. still half in the bag, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> it looked like he could barely stop. It was funny. Those guys must have been just a big party all weekend. Well, apparently, when the when the two thousand when the two thousand sixteen um, Heritage Classic game. Apparently, all the older alumni and uh, Jets alumni just got real hammed up, and and they're saying Gretzky could barely put on his uh, his skates during for the game. <laughs> he was he was just hung over, probably still calf cut. <laughs> Do you think was it cold that day during the no? game? No, uh, not, not really. Enough, I not enough to sober him up. Not enough to sober up. No, because uh, there was no snow on the ground. There was. I mean, it was chilly, but nothing. wasn't that bad. Yeah, the NHL has to do something to make it. Well, the three-on-three is pretty exciting, but Mm -hmm. put more effort. Like, just don't let a guy go around you easy. Like, give him a push or give him a punch or something. (laughs) Elbow? (laughs) Yeah. Make it more realistic and more fun. I wonder what like the the old vets think, like the guys that played in the seventies and eighties. Just when they watch this type of hockey, just they just shake their head. Oh, you you want to you want to hear the fly in the room or whatever, oh, man? Back and back when we played <laughs> that speech. That's how I talked to Nick and his friends. <laughs> That's how I talked to you. <laughs> yeah, true. Back in my days. Back when I back when I was playing Casey's League, <laughs> yeah. Well, with the All Star game over, it's the second part of the season. Second do surge. Any, do you have any predictions or anything coming up? We're gonna make playoffs. You think so? Well, but I think we're gonna limp in just the way Winnipeg. You know how uh, you're gonna limp it in. We're gonna. <laughs> you know how teams you're so dirty man. You know what teams uh, make the playoffs and they're just they're uh, like they're there with force, and then some teams. I think the Oilers are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be so hurt they're going to be just like they won't make any any noise in the first round. Well, there's talks of Flurry maybe going this Edmonton. Do you think that that would be good? That'd be good. Flurry hasn't missed the playoffs since he started playing. Wow. How's that for against that? Well, Chicago might make it in there. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I mean, he's a goalie, though. They do. Mike Smith is not the answer, man. Or that, that tall Koskinen. Koskinen. Yeah, Nico Koskinen. What do you do? You had the two best scores in the league, and you're still not. I know. (laughs) That's brutal. Toronto's doing good. I hope Toronto keeps it up, but they're still missing like one piece of that puzzle, right? You can you can tell when when Matthews was out, Marner looked. I mean, he wasn't lost, but you can tell he missed something out there. That's how it was when we went to go watch the Leafs play in Winnipeg. Uh, mm-hmm. There was no Marner, and Matthews just looked lost on the power play, and 
every like a regular shift you look lost out there without but then on the, on the other hand with the Oilers dry saddle like he he carried the Oilers when McDavid was hurt oh uh, yeah yeah he scored like, what 52 like, goals like each each can score without the other so if they can find a decent defenseman and a goalie they could do a little bit more damage than what they have been like winning games decisively, not just in overtime or not just in a shootout, right? Okay. Who's your dark horse for the second half of the season for the Western Conference? Ooh, I want to say Chicago. Yeah, like they got those vets, Taves, yeah. You can't, mm-hmm. they have that experience. Hmm, that's a good one. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Vancouver. Yeah, that's a decent. Like they're totally playing different with with Boudreaux. Yeah, he's so, a winning coach. Okay, what about <laughs> Eastern Conference? Who's your dark horse? Ooh. Hang on here. Who? What do you got? That's a tough one. That's Washington, tough. maybe. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Detroit. Yeah, they had a good game against the Leafs a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Washington's gonna do what gonna do Washington things, I think. Yeah. But I think I, I think Detroit will uh you know they're gonna You think uh Detroit? Yeah. Give them a couple years, they're gonna be really good because they ha- had all those top ten picks. A guy off Detroit that I like is that uh Bertuzzi. Tyler. Yeah, that guy's uh Really good player. See, I'm I'm looking at the stats right now. Chicago's only five, five games out of the last playoff spot in the, in the West. That's not much. That's not much. Okay, I'll change change my pick. I say Chicago. See, Still Vancouver's the Vancouver's three spots out. Okay, never mind. I say Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Did you ever hear of a? Former National League player played in the like early late twenties and the thirties named Clarence Taffy Abel. No, I guess he played for Team USA and in the Olympics, and he was the first North American Indian to play in the NHL. Really, like. First, the Saskatoon was the first status. Oh, native to play in the NHL, but this Taffy Abel was still was the first Native American to play in the NHL. And his family is trying to give him the recognition recognition that he deserves because, like, to be honest, I never heard of this this uh, Taffy Abel before. Clarence. Yeah, John Taffiego. Yeah, he played in the 1924 Olympics for yep. the Team USA's from Sioux, Michigan, Ontario. Uh sorry, Sioux, Michigan, so, U.S. Yeah, on the U.S. side, on the cross <laughs> the bridge. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. He's from the Sioux tribe of the Chippewa Indians, so that's those, pretty neat. Those, those Chippewas. So. Uh, I was looking at his stats. He played for the Rangers from the t- 26 to 1929. 
Then from 1929 to 1934, he played for the Blackhawks. Oh, okay. I mean, he had to be good to be playing in the yeah. NHL when it was only six teams. Six teams, yeah. So that's pretty neat that there was a... and But his family was saying, somebody messaged me, one of his family members, that he had to hide who he was, like his being a Jewish oh. because of how it was back back in the day. Oh. Right? Yeah. But that's cool, though. Yeah. That must have been hard just to try to hide who you are, hide your heritage, because you might get blackballed or black mm-hmm. blacklisted and not be able to play. So would you do that if you had to, like this big opportunity to play in the show, but you had to hide who you are? Would you do that? Would I do that? Yeah. Not, no. It's hard to say. I mean, like we're talking a big game now. Yeah. I don't I, think I, I don't, I'm sure I don't it's know. different from 1925 that, well, not really. This is no. <laughs> hundred years. I don't think it's that much of a difference, right? No. So. Wow. It is though. Like if you want to check, check some info about Taffy Abel, just Google him. Yep. Clarence John Abel. Uh, TaffyAbel.com is a, is a website that his family put has put together and a lot of good, interesting stats. It's cool, though. <laughs> so, yeah, check it out. Okay, I'm I guess uh, you're fired up. Yep. For what? Sound. Still in a good mood. Oh. Can I be in a good fucking mood? Did you get uh, you know? No. <laughs> He's not answering. <laughs> All right, let's go. Our let's go to our interview. Let's go to Tyson. Tyson. So we'll be right back, guys. Yes, we will. What's up, everyone? Res Hockey would like to introduce you to our show guest. What the fuck? I got to edit that out. His name's Tyson. (laughs) His name's Tyson, Trevor. Uh, I'm not going to edit. (laughs) Tyson Watney. Yeah. Tyson Watney. Res Hockey would like to welcome from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Tyson Watney. What's up, bro? Oh, hey, boys. Not too bad. It's going good. Just. Thank you for having me out here on the show and uh, appreciate the time. And yeah, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. So, yeah, we're happy to have you on. It's uh, took us a while to get everything connected, but uh, hey, man, you're finally on. So that's all that counts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had some trouble there with uh, getting on. So I finally uh, mastered it now. So I look forward <laughs> on using, using Zoom in the future. So. <laughs> It's uh, all this high tech is hard to work with once in a while. And it's always the wives that always uh, can get things done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're currently playing for what? How do you say? Caribert? Caribert? I think we said Caribert. Yeah. It's uh, Caribert, Saskatchewan. It's, uh, <laughs> it's located like, uh, you know, or Kindersley. It's like Kindersley, yeah. Saskatchewan. It's kind okay. of oil. 
oil field area and uh Robert, it's just a small <laughs> town yeah it's it's a small town right by kindersley between kindersley and like my hometown is north battleford back it's about an hour yeah. and a half north eh? so no it's a small little town here and um yeah i'm currently i've been playing in Robert for many years it's uh actually where I came after junior I started playing hockey with uh Robert here and uh yeah I've been here for 20 years now and Holy I geez, have wife eh? wife and kids and yeah and we're currently sitting last in our league but it's been a, a rebuilding kind of process we these small towns these little hockey towns they usually have to bring in uh locals right they want yeah. so and they bring in three imports and like they try and build a team around their local players so they did have a junior b team here last year and kind of why I stuck around for another year was to rebuild the senior team so yeah. so you guys play out of the saskatchewan west hockey league i didn't know you guys were each team is only allowed three imports yeah we're uh so the Sask West League was currently before it was called the Wild Goose League. Okay, kind of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The big senior league in Saskatchewan where you would play to go and play in the Allen Cup and senior triple A. So they kind of adapted and branched off where these southern teams kind of made their own league and they call it the S dub. So most of the players are the graduates from the WHL, right? So it's a very, very good league i really loved playing here and it's yeah it's going to be tough to leave after this year for sure okay so you mentioned good league and everything that's awesome now is there a particular best player in the league right now you're playing against or one that sticks out in memory that who you played against that was like jesus i don't want to play against this guy he's just he's just so sick he's good <laughs> so sick <laughs> oh yeah no the lingo there's <laughs> Like, yeah, like I said, it's been a long road, 20 years. You think back to uh, when you first started, there's guys like, you know, like guys that you guys had on the show, as in like Carlin Nordstrom, guys like that, that I remember growing up and they're a little older, but no, there's some really, there's some really good guys that I can think about as one, probably as Davin Heinz and Kelsey Mintra, the two guys that I've always hate playing against and Davin Heinz was a draft pick with the Calgary Flames so I remember he was like 6'4 like huge and come to play against him every night you knew you had to work and keep him off the score sheet so guys like that and a Kelsey Minch played junior A and uh, he was an NCAA uh, player as well and you know those two guys when they get the puck man it was lights out so You'd always have to be ready. So, <laughs> what's uh, what's happening this Saturday, man? Oh yeah, no, this Saturday, it's uh, kind of getting exciting around here. I'm actually uh, going to be retiring from senior hockey this year. Um, it's something that I feel that I should do inside my heart because, you know, 20 years is quite a long road to play and to go to battle every Friday, Saturday night, right? So, no, they're planning on, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a big thing happening here. It might be my last senior game. We have a series here against Macklin for uh, playoffs, and it's best of five. 
So it might be my last home game. And they just said to bring the family. So I invited the dad, mom, and my brother Sheldon there. And they're all making the trip up. So we got some gifts to give to the town of Robert and the team. And we'll see from there. And I hope I can get it. Uh, I do know they do a live feed on live barns. So it's kind of a $1,000 guarantee, 50-50. And yeah, it's exciting. I can't nice. wait. Kind of, That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Especially for being uh, Indigenous, right? It's kind of a big thing and an yeah. honor to, uh, especially in this area, there's not too many First Nations or reserves close by. So it's really, really touches home. And I'm very proud of our people. And to do something like that in this area is something really big and special to me here on Saturday. So. <laughs> Sorry, boys. That's, okay. <laughs> that's all right. No, no that's, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Twenty yeah. years. It's a long time. No. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Right, and yeah. a lot of. Oh yeah. That's a lot of trips with the boys. You know, that's that's a lot of memories. Like that's that's how that's awesome. Well, yeah, and then with that too, like I know it's quite a few years, but it, and I know the database and stuff ain't right, but I've actually got the the most points in the whole league so they're recognizing me that i'm i think I'm, my parents are making me a pendleton blanket here so nice getting it embroidered and stuff so it's yeah it's a big thing to me like it's i'm pretty sure you guys played some senior hockey too and you know it's just as good as a pro league oh, i'm yeah, pretty sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead, Trevor. <laughs> um, of all the tourneys you played, I'm sure you played lots and you won a lot of tourneys. What uh, what was your favorite tourney to play in? Well, obviously growing up, you know, that uh, in North Battleford, I'm pretty sure you guys ever hear the Native Stanley Cup there. Yeah. Well, obviously that was one of the biggest ones growing up. You see guys like, well, obviously, like Dean Gerard, I could just throw old names because I'm kind of I'm 42 yeah. <laughs> now. I was just a young buck when those guys were kind of paving the way. But you'd play like those were that tournament was probably something I really looked up to and always wanted to go to. But now it's the Francis Akamus, man. It's something that guy paved the way for every Aboriginal hockey mm -hmm. player out there. And you think now. I remember when it first come out, there was just, you know, oh, Fred Sakamu's Chief Thunderstuck. Boom, it was on, right? Everyone was hyped, the Facebook all over, and the boys from home were like, oh, we got to win this. So we all started working out. Sorry, I'm getting blabbing on, but. Sorry, no, no, man. <laughs> it's it's uh, perfect. Yeah, that, that tournament is, yeah, bar none, the best and the one I look forward to. And, yeah, and I made sure. Like this year, I'm oh, sorry. And then the, that first year we won it, we actually worked hard and we worked out to try and win the thing. And we ended up winning it. And we, I did get the first ever MVP of that tournament, Freddie's first MVP, nice. which I pulled nice. deep to my heart. So that's, that is the main tournament that I look forward to every year. And I'm going to actually start running again here to try and repeat and uh, defend the title here. So who did you uh, win the Freddie with? Um, I guess 
sorry, the first, it's been on for five years and the first three or the first two years I won it with my own reserve Red Pheasant Rebels there. And uh, the last championship we won here was with Canoe Lake. And um, out of the five years, I won it three times. So I'm pretty, pretty pumped. And oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's a tough one, man. But last year, that was probably bar none, the best one to win. And to win it for another community and to bring it home from Quebec was something special for sure. Did you guys have to play the five games that Sunday too? Same as Eagle Lake? Yeah. Uh, no, I think Eagle Lake played a – they actually had a tough draw, I think. They ended up playing a bunch of good teams on Sunday. So we kind of locked out there. We um, – what was it? Well, I'll just tell you the whole story. Friday night – I didn't even have a team on it, but I jogged for like all summer. I was like, oh, someone's going to pick me up here. Someone's going to pick me up. <laughs> so I'm like waiting all and then I'm, I was on a team and then they kind of backed out. I'm like, okay, I'm getting old here. So <laughs> next thing, uh, Roddy Ross texts me. He's like, what? What are you doing? I said, nothing. He said, you want to come and play with Canoe Lake and boom, Friday night. I said, yeah, well, Thursday night. And I said, yeah. And I hadn't even skate because of the pandemic, but I was running and kind of in shape so I uh said yeah I'm in and then Roddy and his dad kind of contacted me we went there and we ended up skating I skated like 10 30 at night the old guy that got there late skating around and next thing we played and then we were we were down three nothing to Onion Lake the first bat or the first game and then we ended up coming back and we ended up beating them five three I think and then we we ended up losing the next, so I think it was against uh, Rankin, none of it or whatever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then we ended up losing, but we ended up coming out of the pool, I think, first or something. And then, yeah, like Eagle Lake was on that side, but you could hear they ended up playing like Cross Lake and all these tough teams, mm-hmm. right? So we did really get lucky on the draws and stuff and playing – uh yeah, we just started rolling Sunday. We never ever were down on each other. We just kind of went with the punches, went with what was given. We knew who was a net too, and we knew what we had on the ice. So we were pretty fortunate to uh, play Eagle Lake, and I knew they were gas too. And we ended up yeah. playing. I think we were all played, and we were all tired, and you could tell. And yeah, they ended up playing. I think seven games, I think, or five or something. So no, sorry, I was just trying to reminisce about it but yeah i know i kudos to eagle lake and nathan and those boys because they did work work hard to get to the final and they played a lot of good teams so how good was roddy during that week and roddy roddy was uh the first few games there we were all kind of like like um kind of getting worried like we didn't think whatever and um Sunday he shut the door, man. Lights out. Like, yeah. I I played D. I'm usually a four, and they you're playing D, so I played D, and I just concentrate on staying back and letting him see the first shot. So I knew I could trust him back there to stop the first one. So he he definitely won that tournament for us for sure. I know that. Hey, um, you can pick three players to start a team to do the like the tourney circuit, restaurant circuit across Canada. Who would you uh, top three players right now? Bang, bang, bang! Come on. 
Nathan, <laughs> I'd probably take Nathan Briere yeah. right away. Oh, yeah, Nathan yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, and my brother Drew Rose. And oh, yeah. I'd probably take Cody Peterson up front. Where's uh, Cody from? Cody's from Buffalo Narrows. He, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he stood in my wedding. He grew up with my younger brothers, Drew Rose, and he they grew up together, and we kind of ended up uh, just being together, playing with each other, and I. I kind of, he kind of played with me on my wing for years and I just know what he's capable of doing yeah. and I'd give him the puck and go and score. So I take those three bar none right now. So. Mm-hmm. Who are and some obviously, of you? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry no, go obviously ahead. you need a, obviously you need a goalie too. Yeah. So. Who would your goalie be? Roddy Ross for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, he's a good, good goalie for sure, man. When you got, what did you guys get the, a day each with the the, the Freddie Trophy? Yeah. What did um, you do for your day? So, like with that, with the trophy, we, uh, I think I was, I think Craig McCollum got it first because he was there in the city. And then I think one of the older guys got it and then I got it. So I picked it up. I remember going to get it in battleford actually roddy ross met me at battleford jackfish lodge we went golfing for the day so i picked it up and we took them golfing in jackfish lodge all day and then i ended up taking him to uh uh what's that new country singer star there the first nation guy duck chief or something i don't know i was gonna yeah, say Shane <laughs> Yellowbird. no there's another one there's a <laughs> frick uh I don't know. Anyway, anyways, he was playing in North Battleford, and here we ended up taking the trophy there, and it was like freaking they had a table for us, and it was just like, yeah, it was first class. Is it heavy? Awesome. Yeah, it's really heavy. Like when you pick it up, it's you gotta actually put some muscle into it. And yeah, that's that was my Stanley Cup for sure. That has uh, anyone dropped it yet? Any dents? Do you know of? Not that I know of, I and I know I'm not going to say anything about my night with it, but <laughs> he ended up having to sit in the back of the truck there for a bit, but we had nowhere to put him, yeah. <laughs> we kind of had a packed vehicle, and he wouldn't fit, so he had to ride on the, we put him, we <laughs> braced him up there on top, but it was, yeah, it was definitely a good time for sure. Who are uh, some of your hockey bros? Well, obviously, I could name off a whole bunch. Go like for I it, man. <laughs> like I said, uh, like the um, Trent Campbell, Aaron Starr, I get along good. Like we're we talk on a daily basis, me and Trent Campbell, and obviously Ryan Corgill is a good buddy of mine. Aaron Starr, there's uh, Craig McCollum, I talk to lots in the city, and yeah, those are the most guys. Like I actually do spring hockey with uh Aaron a lot he's a lawyer there in Saskatoon and we kind of have our daughters playing on a spring triple a team together and then recently just got Trent's daughter involved as well so we kind of spend a lot of time together in the city with him and Craigie and yeah those are pretty much well I can just name off a bunch of bros right so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> all, all over <laughs> That's good. Um, 
So are you paving, are you dropping hints about your future plans in hockey? Are you going to start, uh, or are you, are you really thought that far ahead right now? Well, like with that, my future plans is I'm actually going to be done, done. I want to actually go out to where I'm not limping or hurting or, you know, like something medical yeah. health problem, right? I'm going to go out and say, yeah, no, I played. I could still play. I know I could still play, but I really want to get into some really serious coaching, maybe grab one team and actually build a championship team where they're not so good right now, but actually put some work into them and come maybe in five years and become a championship team somewhere like that. And I do have all my coaching. I am currently coaching an under 13 all girls team here in uh, Southern Saskatchewan. And I think we're 17 and all right now. So oh, nice. Yeah. No, uh, no old timers <clears throat> in the future. Well, I actually just played my first old times um, <laughs> in over, when was that? Over Christmas, I think I went down to play in that Prince Albert tournament and we ended up playing like, frick, I think 12 games there in one day. I was like, oh. what the hell? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, they were like, because we kept playing back to back and I was on the wreck. I played wreck and old timers. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, that was my first one, and I just said uh, no. And then, <laughs> no, I don't think I'll – I think I'm just going to take it easy. I'm going to play these big tournaments coming up this year that uh, sends cup peers coming up in uh, March 20th, and then there's one in Red Deer there for another 30000 I'm looking forward oh, to nice. doing that. Ooh, I'm going nice. to try and repeat or uh, defend Freddie, and that's going to be it. Words of advice for young players. What would you tell the young kids coming up? Uh, first and foremost, I want to say, like, uh, when you guys have dreams for kids, like, make sure you always keep that dream there and you always got to push hard to um, every day. You got to, uh, like, sorry, you got to put your mind to it. Make sure you're thinking about that dream every day. Don't let anyone else. What's the word? Anyone else to uh, put you down to not accomplish that dream. Mm -hmm. Like every day you gotta be like, you gotta be in top physical condition to whatever you want to pursue as your dream. Say it's ball, hockey, soccer, whatever, but you just gotta be the best you can be. And, Obviously, stay away from drugs and alcohol and uh, find a role model that you look up to. And, you know, don't be scared to reach out and ask. And to anybody like us three standing here today or talking here, don't be shy to come up to anybody and ask mm -hmm. for advice. And, you know, dream big, dream and finish school and take advantage of our opportunities out there for sure. So that's awesome. Well said. Before yeah. uh, we let you go, we'll finish with the, the five rapid niche questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay, number one, baked or fried bannock? Oh, I got to do baked. I was brought up on baked for sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. a baked kind of guy too. Not too many people have said baked. They're most, no. most of a fried bannock type of oh, yeah. people. 
cook or Gran used to have a oven bannock on the counter with a dish towel over it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go there yeah, late yeah. at night, late at night and kind of peanut butter and jam or just yeah. butter and jam, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? Oh yeah, for sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Ever see Ernest Munias live in concerts? Yes, I have. North 40 and Brandon, I've seen Ernest live. We won Brandon one year, and he was playing at North 40, and we walked in there on a Sunday night, even. <laughs> Just, packed, Just uh, a packed place? Oh, yeah, man. No, I've seen <laughs> him live, yeah. Number four, Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? Oh, Indian Taco, man, all the way. Fifth and last question, can you jig? <laughs> no, I cannot jig. <laughs> Just two left feet. <laughs> yeah, one little jig there. That's it. <laughs> I am practicing though. We all practice. I get my daughters going here once in a while. So yeah, it's fun. I I enjoy it. After a couple cold ones, I'll be just giving her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. We yeah. appreciate taking time out of your yeah. schedule to come no. on the show. And we'll uh, love to have you on again in the near future, man. Yes. We're going to sure. we're gonna come see you guys in, in May. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, podcast have... is we're uh, going to the Freddy's. So, yeah. Right on, boys. Little, yeah. little interviews and stuff like that. Set up shop. It'd be, it's going to be good. I just don't want to show you guys this thing here Ooh. too. Ooh, that's nice. There we go. That's How often way. do you wear your ring? Oh, I wore it for the past two. I just got it the other day. And oh yeah, she's freaking yeah. That's nice. nice. I'd be wearing that uh, every day. I'd be I'd be flaunting that. Yeah, that's right. That's well. a nice ring. Yeah, they bought us all ring hockey bags. It was all free. Oh, so sh- I'm wow. looking forward to. Looking forward to seeing you guys there and, mm-hmm. you know, Freddie all the way. And I appreciate your guys' reaching out and having me on the show. And I look forward to helping you guys out as much as I can. All right, bro. Sounds good. good. Take care and uh, okay. we'll see you in the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay, boys. Right. Thank you, you very much. Yep. Peace. See you. Yep. So, what's up, guys? Got Welcome back. Got it. That was a good interview with what so thanks Oops. for coming on the show again and uh yeah man that's one guy you'd love to have on your your yeah. rest team mm-hmm. proven winner now we'll go to our res hockey top five and uh take it away bush these here res hockey top five things a married man takes to a tournament you got more than one thing number one uh, however Wait, wait, I just had it here. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Top five things married men bring to attorney. His wife and kids. Yeah. Oh, of course. His wedding ring. And, and his wedding ring, of course. And number two, hopefully one of his kids. I used to, uh, I remember when my dad used to play hockey, I remember I was like maybe four or five, and my mom used to make me go with my dad to like hockey, like hockey games and baseball games. Oh yeah, um, just just to make sure that I had to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
was he was known to uh, spend a, a little bit extra time hitting the bottle after games. So okay. my mom used to send me to his games and when I was a kid. <laughs> so that's why. Uh, another item you should probably not go without is uh, well, dad clothes or clothes in general. When you say dad clothes, are you talking about like the tearaway Adidas pants and uh, the gray sweats? <laughs> new balance shoes. Yeah, new balance shoes and just an ugly jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No jeans allowed and no nice shoes. And <laughs> so that's like, does the wife pack your bags or do you pack your bags going to attorney? So good, good question. So when the um, wife does it, she'll just give all shitty. Value village looking clothes. What about uh, you gotta have a spare phone charger? So there's no reason why your phone's dead for the tournament. <laughs> no kidding. And right. you have to have your ringer on all fucking weekend. Yes, absolutely. So there's no excuse. There's no, no reason. Excuse. Like, oh, how come you didn't uh, text back? Oh, you can't see. Oh, my ringer's off. No, no, no. You gotta have the ringer on, man. Yep. And number four. Five, what would a what would a tournament be without axe spray? Yeah, man, <laughs> you can't take no fancy Giorgio Armani cologne. <laughs> no, take just that poor man <laughs> axe spray from Dollarama. Just yeah, just enough to smell good, but not enough to uh, attract the puck bunnies. There you go. So those are five five things that we think that uh, you know married men should bring to a tournament. Yeah, that's a good list. So <laughs> I knew uh, we played. I can't remember who we were playing. I think we played for Sandy Lake, an attorney. And all of us would shower after the games. But the, some guys that were from up north, all they would do is just cake the axe on. Yeah, I've played with guys like that. They wouldn't shower. But they'll just put the axe on, put their clothes on, and we'll go to the bars. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. Shower up, man. Yeah. Or we had played with some guys that would go to the bar with their hockey jerseys. I've never done that. No, you never. Not even on. Not even on a dare. I've seen the the uh, jersey come in, but I never thought anything twice that they were actual game worn jerseys. I thought they're just a you know. (laughs) Yeah, I seen this. I knew this one goalie that would wear his jersey to the bar. He was a goalie, and so does. Jersey was just really big on him, <laughs> just full of just yellow stains from all his <laughs> on his way. Yeah. Jersey. So come on, guys, take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good. I like that one. Big game tonight, U.S. and Canada for the women's. Oh, You're gonna oh. stay up and watch that, or is that too late for no, you? That's that's too late for me. So what, 10, 10, or 11? Yeah, yeah, we just like to be in bed by that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> socks or socks? No socks. <laughs> I was going to, did you see the controversy between last night's uh, US and uh, Canada Russia game? Yeah. Uh, Russia had. Uh, case of covid so team no canada... they they weren't they weren't releasing the the results test results oh so canada wasn't gonna kind of didn't go on at all that must have been hard though playing with a mask on yeah 
Holy no. shit. I mean, you see athletes train sometimes with masks on, though. Yeah. Yeah. What about the combine test? They got to breathe. Yeah. Through the, through the uh, getting their max, whatever it's called. O2. So do you take it down like when your shift is over? Or you just do they wear it the whole game? Yeah, I know. I didn't watch. Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Who's going to win tonight between U.S. and Canada? I say Good Canada 4-2. Four, four I'll go with that. Canada has had their yeah. number lately. So. Oh, shit. I just broke my desk. Damn, Ikea <laughs> shit. <laughs> Mine's Ikea. It's pretty solid. That's what she said. <laughs> Um, uh, Ontario's uh, back at the rink now, man. Have you skated since the opening? On no, Monday? I haven't. Last Monday? No, I haven't. I Have skated you? three times. That's good. That's hard, uh, we got a tournament coming up. Oh. It's going to be fun. And Jack skated last night, and his leg is still sore, man. Are we going to have a goalie? Oh, for no. Jeez Louise. Let's go push happen. through. Do you think so? Know. Yeah. Just give him some whiskey. You, yeah, you U.S. Canada. Do you got a? Do you got a question about that? About what? About the uh, favorite U.S. Canada rivalry moment. Do you have one that mm. sticks out? That '96 World Cup when Brett Hall scored that game-winning goal against that Canada. Fucking, that fucking laser one-timer. That fucking traitor, Brett Hall, born yeah. in Belleville, but he plays for the U.S. Was as a it was a high sticking goal. The fucking his stick was above his shoulders. Mm-hmm. For fuck's sakes! So that's probably the one that really sticks out. Is that ninety six World Cup? Oh. Hmm. How about you? You got two. Well, one recently, 2016, 17 World Juniors in Montreal and USA are defining themselves as a now powerhouse in World Junior Hockey. Twice they came back from two goal deficits and they they beat Canada in a shootout. The uh, previous tournaments they were blips here and there, but lately they've they're they're stepping up and they're saying, you know, well, we're not going anywhere. That this isn't just a Russia or Canada uh, game anymore. Or how about the World Juniors uh, team Canada and U.S. when Fleury shot the puck? Oh yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. And he played was, the puck uh... and hit his defenseman. <laughs> and Patrick O'Sullivan was there and he sullied so hard. It's like, I know. He didn't even, even touch the puck. Why are you celebrating like that? That's another heartbroken experience mm-hmm. there. Or when John Carlson scored in overtime at yep. the World Juniors in Saskatoon. Yeah, that I remember was awesome. that, that forward on Team Canada missed the net and it rung around the boards. That was and- Taylor Hall. Was it? Yeah, Taylor Hall. That was Taylor Hall that shot it. Why would Edmonton draft him first overall then? Because they, they drafted him before that tournament. They should have <laughs> traded him. Right I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Taylor Hall that shot the puck. And that goalie didn't even move on that shot. Mm-hmm. That John Carlson shot. Beat no. Hmm. Yes, there's some good good hockey. There's some good, yeah. But... Uh, I wonder how it's going to be. Does Team Canada men's and U.S. men's play 
Are they? I think I think only me at the in the medal round, not the medal round, in the semis and the quarterfinals. Okay. Look at the schedule again. Who do you, yeah, we talked about uh, Olympics last week, but yep. we were talking about that last night in the dressing room and someone brought up that China will have a good team because that's their KHL team and they've been playing oh. together for two plus years, right? So they had the chemistry. Oh, okay. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to mention and ask what do you think of beer leagues in the states that live stream their games and keep their stats? I think it's a waste of time. Like, who's gonna fucking watch a bunch of out of shape, past their prime <laughs> assholes playing hockey? Yeah. Like, if you were playing, I wouldn't fucking watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's the same for you. If I was playing, I'm sure you would spend your yeah. time. Doing something better than watching me play. Uh, yeah. So it's there's a, a page that I follow on Facebook, and a lot of guys ask questions like, okay, is this a penalty and that a penalty, or how is this play? It's like you're fucking taking clips from your beer league game and asking questions. Like, calm the yeah. calm down, <sighs> man. Like US beer league in US is totally different compared to Canada. Mm-hmm. Those Americans take this beer league like way too serious. You'll and see. Yeah, like fuck. <laughs> Who live streams their games? Like, when is the tournament going to be live streamed? Hmm, I wonder. Yeah, in how many weeks are we going? One, two, three, three and a half weeks. We'll say yeah, three and a half weeks. Yeah. Bush and I are going to Minnesota for an old timers tourney. Yeah. I'm more excited going to Target and Walmart than playing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I know you are. I can't wait to go shop at Target, man. I miss Target. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think I ever played in the men's beer league that kept stats, but that's why Americans are Americans, right? They always outdo <laughs> the Canadian hockey players. But... I'll in, I'll uh, send you an invite for that that page. Oh, for that page? Okay, cool. Yeah, and you'll see a lot of dumb questions and <laughs> people posting about their beer league games. Who gives a shit, man? Another question somebody asked us, just like how Spuddy asked asked us a couple questions a couple weeks ago, was oh. someone asked. Who are some people that you looked up to looked up to growing up? Is there any specific hockey player that you looked up to growing up and this is like wow, this guy's a fucking beauty. I want to be like him when I grow up. No? Uh uh. No. Near Curry. Did they have fucking <laughs> cable TV back in your day? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Did they have color TV? Uh, come on. Keep coming. Yeah, we only had two channels growing up. Uh, CBC and TVO. Yeah, we had CBC, but we had... Uh, TV Ontario. That was our... There was a channel. Uh, there was an Edmonton channel number. It was on channel five in Kenora for like the longest time. So they'd show uh, weather games. 
can't remember what it was called. A, I, um, Edmonton Station Two. After we got cables, uh, ITV. It was, I think, it was called. Uh, okay, yeah, that rings a bell. ITV. Um, you know who used to work for ITV is uh, works for TSN. Is that Darren Duteshin? Darren, yes, I think you're right. Yeah, that's ITV. Yeah, yeah Darren. Yeah, we had that. Darren Duteshin. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, Moose and E and Moose Factory didn't get cable till maybe the not like 91, 92, maybe. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so before that, we only had like two channels. <laughs> Unless my parents just were really cheap and just never got us cable. Us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Guys that I, there's three guys that I looked up to when I was growing up. And they were all my cousins. I got like my cousin Neil, played in the OHL, super good player. My cousin Darwin, played junior, uh, had trials in pro. My and my cousin Rob Darwin and Rob Chum, uh, those are three players that I looked up to growing up. And and uh, I was able, fortunate enough to play with Darwin in term, tournaments, but Rob kind of called it quits. But they were, like, really good hockey players. And Darwin's probably one of the best goalies that played that was from back home. So those three guys were guys I looked up to growing up. So, yeah, that's, that's my fucking answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he said I had to swear on that one for <laughs> you have to make your point across. Yeah, just to sound, <laughs> just to sound tough. <laughs> hoodies. Someone asked about hoodies too. Yeah. We'll be getting hoodies. Like I said, I totally forgot today. So hoodies, we'll get them as soon as possible, guys, and we'll start taking orders soon. Yeah, we will. With that being said, let's uh, F off and get yeah. the heck out of here. Let's go. Bye. See you. Well, uh, <laughs> so thanks for joining us for episode 31. 31. And we'll see you next week for episode 32. So we'll see you next week. And yeah, don't forget to take care of each other, love each other. And if you're sick, still stay, stay the F home. Stay home. So... We'll see you again, guys. Peace. Peace. See ya.